gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast on All Noise Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is the Sons of Slam podcast, the very first show, Sons of Slam podcast. I am Chris Mindell alongside the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. How are you, Joe? Doing very good. I had a workout today at the gym, protein shake. I went in the sauna. I am ready, ready to go. Nice and spitzed. I, I took a schwitz. It was amazing. <laughs> Never felt better. I, I'm, so, I'm so stoked to you. jump this off here. We are on Twitter. We are on the Twitter at Sons of Slam at Show. Hit us up there. We're going to talk all things wrestling, all things uh, sports. We're going to talk all things uh, 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 Martha Stewart. We're going to go into makeup tips. We're not going to do any of that. We're going to do all sports, all wrestling. That is our passion. That is our love. We're going to get into it right now. Once again, hit us up on Sons of Slam show on Twitter. Let's get right into it. We had a, a big weekend with the Rumble, Royal Rumble. And before that, we had our NXT TakeOver. We had a bunch of other things. We're going to get into the Men's Rumble. We're going to get into the Women's Rumble. Let's get into uh, the championship matches that happened. But first, TakeOver NXT. NXT TakeOver Phoenix. It was... I'm not going to say it was the best takeover, but it definitely wasn't the worst. It lived up to all the hype that it really could. It had championship changes. It had tap outs. It had everything that you need for a good NXT takeover show. We start things off with the champion Undisputed Era versus the War Raiders. War Machine. However, I, I'm going to call them War Machine. Okay. I like War Machine better, even though you know that, that dude did that. But we won't get into that. Right. <laughs> the War Raiders were very dominant early. They really got into it. Uh, I never expected them to be as agile as they are as athletes. They are some, for, for big guys, me being a big guy personally, no. they are very, very athletic. I love big. I saw two cartwheels. <laughs> it's going to be the start of a very awkward sentence. I love big, brawling, brawling men yeah. that, that can jump. <laughs> I love big men that could be athletic, you know? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's why I like Strowman, but yeah, go ahead. I saw two cartwheels by a guy who is over 300 pounds. Uh, I'd never thought I'd see that, that in, the, in my lifetime, <laughs> but it was very impressive. The War Raiders were really dominant. Obviously, Undisputed Era were up to their tricks, but the War Raiders had a power bomb, power slam combo, and then pinned the Undisputed Era for the NXT Tag Team Champion, the new and new the NXT new. Tag Team Champions, the War Raiders. Really, congratulations to the War Raiders. They deserve it. They really do. Great tag team, the future of NXT tag team wrestling because yeah, they're just going to run roughshod over all NXT tag teams. Absolutely. It's, it's going to be really good. Next, we have uh, Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono. Riddle had a really good starting at first. Cassius kind of you know caught up to him a little bit. But the interesting part about it was the way that it ended. That match ended in a tap out. Riddle tapped Ono out by strikes. He hit him so many times. Ono was just like, I can't do this. Yeah. He just, I'm tapping, that's it. I'm over. This guy just wanted to hit me. 
so e- many times. Every single time. Like, I, I, cringing at the amount of times you just got punched. And, and the, was, the bare feet by Matt Riddle, I, I don't yeah, get that. I don't get why. <laughs> Rusev did it at first in NXT. I don't get how he And see how that. immediately when he came up to WWE, he had he still had that same gimmick without the, the boots. And then he was getting stomped on his feet to the point where that. He did. Oh, he yeah. got stomped yesterday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a little thing. Yeah. But still, like, that, uh, that I, hurt. I never got that. That hurt me. <laughs> Like when I watched it, that really, really hurt me. I yeah. didn't like it at all. Yeah. Next, we have the North American Championship. My opinion on this is that was the greatest match. That was the greatest singles match of the entire weekend. Obviously, you can't put a singles match against the Rumble because it's just it's the Rumble. Both it, both Rumble matches. You just nothing can compare to those. The surprises, the not surprises, all that stuff. And even but even though that that match was still. Amazing, despite it being against the Rumble. Exactly, um, I, I'd put it up there. I, I would. I'm going to call this right now. Yes. It is <laughs> January 29th. It's about almost 2:30. It's still January. Jeez. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, I, January 93rd. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I'm putting this down as a candidate for best match of the year. I, less I than too. less than a month into the year, this match had me on the edge of my seat, wanting what's going to happen. Who's going to flip more times? I can see it. Absolutely. Suicide dives. It was a it was a perfect indie style match. Right. Ricochet, well fought. Johnny Gargano, really coming into his own as a heel, and I I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Because he was doing the whole Johnny wrestling thing. He was he was trying to beat everyone, and then I think he saw the way that Tommaso was champ was you know champion, and he was being this amazing heel, that he was just like. He really, he really took the heel over for himself, and it really, really showed. Yeah, he's really starting that power slam that he had, or the suplex he had on the uh, on the outside, outside the outside the ring, yeah, yeah. onto the bare concrete. Oh my god! I, I, I shot up. I was like, "Ow!" <laughs> my back. I need to go to the chiropractor. Just watching <laughs> it, <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh. But Johnny Gargano with a springboard DDT into the pin. And now we have a new NXT North American champion. Congrats to Johnny. Heel, babyface, regardless, he's still he's the best wrestler he's, in he's NXT. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Him and Velveteen, definitely the top two. Velveteen. Velveteen. Just, I love him. He's awesome. He's I love just, him so much. That, and I, for some reason, when he first came out, I was just like, what the hell is this? Well, he, was, <laughs> he wasn't tough enough. And I was like, you know, this guy really has what it takes mm. to be an, a, a WWE superstar. Not even NXT. And then he came out with this whole Velveteen Dream gimmick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and let me tell you something, brother. Brother. <laughs> he has really excelled into what he, he's not even close to what he can be. Yeah. He is really going to be the guy in WWE eventually. I really don't want to see him go up to the main roster just yet. But I say by the end of 2018, uh, excuse me, wow. By the end of 2019, yeah. <laughs> he will be on the main roster, if not a champion on the main roster. I, I, I completely agree with you. I think that uh, he is well-suited and well-used right now. And I, I don't like the fact that if they're going to take him out just to take him out to put him on the main roster. Why? Because he's an amazing storyline and an amazing wrestler. And I think some of these guys who are NXT now obviously want to get to the, to the next level. But w- with the way the programs are now there... I, I'm more intrigued by those than anything on the main roster right now that I can tell you. Other than 
than Lynch and Rousey. Uh, but we'll get into that. But uh, yeah, NXT right now is where it's at for me with with everything, with uh, the the amount of talent, the the moves that they have, which are are amazing and and innovative and things you've never seen before. It's indie style. Indie style. That's what. Yes, it's indie style it, it wrestling. Indie it's style. perfect. Triple H did a good job. And that's the reason why it's succeeding so well, yeah. is because it is Triple H's baby. Mm-hmm. Triple H and, so- and Shawn Michaels came together, and they made the perfect yes. NXT. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's beautiful. It's really a thing of wonders. Up next, we got the NXT Women's Championship. Shayna Baszler, the champion, versus Bianca Belair. I had a couple mixed reactions about this, because, I, you know, Bianca really deserves that championship match. But I kind of think she may have gotten into it a little too early because she still needs to develop the WWE style a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really showing. She's really getting there. She really understands what it's all about, and she has that ability to succeed. But Shayna was just completely dominant in this match. That hair, though. <laughs> that hair is a thing of wonder. So I mean, awesome. it's fake. Uh, we're going to go with it's fake, right? I'm going to... Say on record, I, I'm, I'm like go with extensions 98% sure that it's it's there's something in there. Yes, her hair is probably like a foot long altogether, yeah. and then the, re- the the other six and a half feet are uh, are all extensions. They yeah, gotta be. I gotta be. I would, I would assume, but uh, yeah, awesome, awesome here. And she left a welt, an absolute welt on Shayna with that with that whip. Oh, again, I got out of my seat for that. It was. It, <laughs> I, I I held my side. I feel sympathy pain. It was incredible. It was incredible. Really good match. Baszler locks in the clutch and wins by submission. I mean, it's Shayna. She's going to win by submission or not win. Yeah, that's uh, right. Right? At this point. <laughs> it's all or nothing with that. Yeah. The NXT Championship. Tommaso Ciampa, the champ, versus Aleister Black, a personal favorite of mine. We shed the same last name. <laughs> and the tattoos. Tattoos are yes. amazing. That one on the back, though, really freaks it's me out. insane. That, how Just does it? insane. How, that thing is huge. I don't know how long that took. Do you think that thing warped like he had it when he was younger and then he got <laughs> he just tall? Got bigger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Black is a very good technical wrestler. He does bring that little style of MMA yeah. into, as like as Shayna does, and Ronda, well, not Ronda, she's different. But Alistair does bring that MMA, that UFC MMA style of wrestling into his WWE work ethic and you can see he doesn't have the most normal type of matches he's always being real technical with his strikes and all that like CM Punk used to be at the beginning his old Muay Thai background and stuff Mm -hmm. like that he really he really accentuates it and it and it shows but (sighs) Tommaso being the heel you just can't you can't not he can't give that up yeah Tommaso is so good. Him coming out with no music, I thought was one of the most, you know, <laughs> obviously not now. He has music now, yeah, right. but back in the back day, in the day. Yep. when he was coming out with no music, yep. I was like, that is the ultimate heel move. You just had the music was his, was everybody's booze. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It was absolutely incredible. <laughs> it was, I loved it so much. Champa hits the fairy tale ending and retains the NXT championship. A little bit about this. He. At the end, mm-hmm. excuse me, at the end, Johnny Gargano comes out and you think that he's going to try to put himself in a storyline with, with Tommaso and have, you know, let's say a champion versus champion match. Right. But no, Johnny takes his championship, lifts his North American championship above his head. And you see Tommaso give a little tiny smirk. And now Tommaso lifts his NXT championship above his head. And I think we have... The seeds planted for a heel DIY. 
That is something I really want to see. Get a whole group to just turn. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a whole fun. group. Well, I mean, it's really just a, a reunion because both of them had turned already. Yeah, right, right. So, but still, a heel that. DIY yeah. as opposed to their corny little antics yeah. that they were doing earlier. Yeah. I would really love to see that. And that's all that happened. That uh, also set up halftime heat. What are your thoughts about halftime that? heat? So, <laughs> I, I love that they uh, they put that on on the, the the Royal Rumble and they were they're, they're pushing that. And um, I'm excited to actually watch that now and not watch Maroon Five, which was actually their their gimmick during the commercial breaks for uh, for the Rumble. And people tw- <laughs> tweeting that uh, uh, some of the matches like you're, you have the gall to uh, to this Maroon 5, but yet you're putting on a match like, I see like Maroon AJ Styles 5. and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to see Maroon 5 do SpongeBob SquarePants song in the halftime show, uh-huh. and then I'll probably go back to halftime. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only part I really want to well, say. Well, then I, I would say for Maroon 5, I wouldn't even leave um, if they're going to do a SpongeBob <laughs> yeah. SquarePants song. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, actually. Now now I'm, I'm intrigued and excited to, uh, I, I might split screen and just put it on my, uh, my iPad to watch uh, exactly. Halftime Heat. Yeah, I I, well, I, love, I love that they, they did that. I will put halftime heat on my television and have and then, room <laughs> five on my phone. Okay, let's just get one thing straight. I, I like that. I'll switch it up. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I like it. Although I'm in, in the room with other people, but then they're going to have to fight me to do that. So that's fine. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you'll you, take you know, it. You'll screw handle it. Screw it. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, not my house, but I'm going to switch it over. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up, we have more men's and women's rumble talk. We'll get right to it. This is a Sons of Slam podcast only on All Noise Radio, powered by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. You know, our jobs occupy more than half our waking hours. Shouldn't we be doing something we love? Call Connecticut School of Broadcasting at 1-800-TV-RADIO or log on to GoCSB.com. Since 1964, Connecticut School of Broadcasting, with a network of 12 campuses from Massachusetts to Miami, has helped place thousands of grads as DJs, sportscasters, entertainment reporters, behind the scenes in audio and video production, every aspect of the broadcast media. Connecticut School of Broadcasting has trained men and women of all ages and backgrounds in a matter of months, not years. Learn by doing from area radio and TV pros. Call 1-800-TV-RADIO or log on to GoCSB.com. Remember, it's never too late to love what you do. Day and evening classes begin soon. Get trained. Get connected now. All Noise Radio. The noise. The noise. You can't ignore. I hurt my ankle, but I'm not really hurt because I'm on a press tour. Welcome back to Sons of Slam podcast on All Noise Radio. Yeah, I miss John Cena. I missed him at the Rumble. Last minute uh, ejection from the Rumble, even though he was supposed to be hurt, but he wasn't. I mean, he was always hurt. Let me not break. Hey, kayfabe only, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He was hurt. What are you doing? He was always hurt. <laughs> Let's pray for John Cena. Speaking of which, actually, we're going to go into why John Cena was out. We had that that whole Drew McIntyre. That was how that that's how they wrote that's him how out. They showed it. Yes. Lars Sullivan was actually supposed to be the one to attack John Cena. Right. Come in and then go have this whole program with Cena that leads to a WrestleMania match. He had a I'm going to call it call it a quote unquote anxiety attack because I read somewhere that go he on. actually faked. This anxiety attack because he wasn't going to pass their wellness policy. Uh-huh. So in, in NXT, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Figures, right? Figures. In NXT, you're tested about once every three months at random. 
So obviously, once you get your test, you have three months until you're randomly selected again. Right. Again, quote unquote random. Mm -hmm. They're going to, I guarantee you, they're going to be testing people like RVD a lot more than they're going to be testing people like uh, (laughs) Finn Balor. Let's just say that. Sure. So that being said, on the main roster, you're tested about once at random once every month. And I read reports on uh, PW Insider, I believe, that said that Lars saw his name on this sheet and then just dipped. <laughs> he just left. And he was like, yeah, I've had an anxiety. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. So I think that's very interesting. Oh, and he, he screwed the pooch on that one. Stay off the Big weed. Lay off the weed. <laughs> the weeds. Uh, <laughs> I know it's good, but geez, come on, man. You know they do a, a drug test every month. Jeez. How, uh, anyway. So, Got to be quicker than that. <laughs> Got to be, be quicker. So uh, let's get into some uh, some stuff about the Rumble. Uh, starting with the championship matches, we'll get into um, the, the actual Rumble matches in a bit. Starting with the uh, old man Witherspoon and his uh, his winning the belt, Shane McMahon and The Miz over the bar. Uh, I actually, I enjoy I enjoy seeing him flying with the greatest of ease at 49 and uh, still doing it and giving his, his old man a heart attack every time. And uh, he's giving his old man a heart attack. You see his kids right his kids. <laughs> his kids are the one having a heart attack. His Daddy, kid. no. Daddy. Dad, no. What are you doing? <laughs> God bless him, man. You know what? I, 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 Listen, I if I could be doing that at 49, I will God be bless. doing that yeah. at 49. I mean, yeah. That's not happening yeah. for me. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe at 51, he'll be in a wheelchair. God forbid. Why would I say that? Yeah, no. Uh, knock on wood. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> he's doing that till he's 60, and he's, he's pulling a, 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 a Terry Funk till he's like 70, 80 years old, but uh, going to the dumpsters and, and fighting with uh, barbed wire. Barbed wire bats. Barbed bats. <laughs> Terry <laughs> Funk. With his fifteen different uh, retirements, but uh, good match overall. I, I enjoyed it. I um, uh, I'm in- enjoying the bar. I'm enjoying uh, this this new uh, the program. The bar. The bit. The bar. We are the bar. Um, I'm enjoying the program with with Shane and and the Miz. And uh, I hope hopefully I'm hoping that uh, this this turns into uh, one of them turning heel. Oh, preferably Shane. They got, I would love to see Shane turn heel. And here's why: if you have a baby face Miz going into WrestleMania to face a heel Daniel Bryan, that's probably something nobody would have ever thought of. Yeah, the, a the, year the ago, table's turning. The table's completely turning because Miz is such a good heel yeah. and Bryan is such a good baby face. Yeah, yeah. But having them switch the roles, I think that would be very interesting to see what comes about of that. But the, 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 good, the, the thing that came out of that the first time, which is why it was so good, was because it was so genuine when that SmackDown, uh, after SmackDown Live uh, uh, interview happened. Well, that's where you can, take, you can take the root from that and be like, uh, he's going to, you could have Daniel Bryan be the bad guy in that. Because if Daniel Bryan is a heel now, if you were to play that, you could just be like, "Look at what he's doing. He's not giving me a chance. He's just letting me do this and that. Like, I, I can't do anything. He's not giving. He's not giving anything to me because right. he was a general manager at the time. Right. So now that promo makes it seem like Brian's the bad guy. Yeah. After seeing all that he can do now, which they used, which they used during the Rumble, they actually showed that uh, during the Rumble. Exactly. And uh, yeah, I think that would be a good a good uh, intro for that. So that that match, the, the tag tag team champions uh, for. Uh, for SmackDown, Shane McMahon and The Miz. Moving on to uh, the women's match. So, Asuka and Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch coming from pure obscurity. Because <laughs> if you remember, 2018 was not even on the map or radar of anybody. And Ronda Rousey was the one that took over 
2018 because actually yep. she, she laid the groundwork with The Rock in 2017 with her WrestleMania uh, appearance. And then she comes in and uh, at the Rumble 2018 and... Uh, 2016 was, I think, that, that Royal Rumble appearance. In Santa Ana, right? At, the, at, the, at Levi's. Yeah, Levi's. Was it 16 or 17? Because that's what... That's, uh, uh, last year was Hunter you- had the match with Sting that, that year. And the NWO and DX came out. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I think yes. that was 2016. Yes. Okay. All right. So, yeah, out, outdoors when it's still daylight during uh, WrestleMania. Exactly. Oh, that was very, amazing. Very weird. Um, <laughs> and I enjoyed it. Uh, so it laid the groundwork there a couple years ago. And then so now she had all of 2018, and she gets the belt, and she's the champ. And meanwhile, Becky Lynch, uh, in a quick timeline uh, back going back a little bit, 2018 she was in the Rumble, and she gets eliminated by Ruby Riot, And... Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was okay. So she she was eliminated. She was Becky Lynch. She was she wore the um, the steampunk the steampunk Becky Lynch. yeah the steampunk Becky Lynch. And then fast forward to WrestleMania where she's on the pre show, and again nobody thinks anything about Becky Lynch. No, nobody says a word. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the man comes the out. The man comes out of Becky Lynch and becomes the the biggest thing in the last couple years, men's and women's division yep. to the point where now. There are men's matches during the Rumble. They're, they're shouting out Becky Lynch as if she was like CM Punk, and I love it. I love the fact that uh, that that of all people that she just found this this gimmick that that is completely worked and it's completely gone over more than anybody could possibly think of, and to the point where it's gotten. <laughs> I remember reading an article with um, with Animal from LOD uh-huh. Legion of Doom, and I remember he he said that he hated the gimmick. Because women should stay in their lane. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. It's not exact words, but they, women should stay in their lane. I don't imagine and, that that could be exact words. <laughs> it might, it might have been, but I, I remember reading it and being like, "What? What are we? What the hell are we doing? What, what is going on? Why are we saying this? To, are, are we angry that we didn't come up with with it ourselves? Like, is this what's <laughs> this come down to? And How can so, you say that about Becky Lynch and not say that about Charlotte? Charlotte's a spinning image of her father, who was the best, you know, quote unquote, you know, the best sports entertainer of all time. Yeah. So yeah. how can you say that about Becky Lynch and not say it about Charlotte as well? I, Charlotte's I doing the same thing. I know, I, I know. But but, but, she, but he was he was upset with the the, the man uh, the, the moniker, and so again, for someone to finally come out and say that they are the best, you are the man. You are basically going cross gender and saying I, I'm better than any man or woman here. I, I love it. I think it's great. I think it's great for the sport. I think uh, he she should. Uh, Continue doing it, and which is why it's, it's brought us to to the mania match that we're going to have. But before all that, we get to Asuka and and Lynch for the women's championship, and a very good match, very solid match. Uh, Asuka, another one who uh, all of 2018, after coming through NXT undefeated and and uh, coming into WWE on the main roster and being undefeated there until Charlotte took it, and then when Charlotte took that that title of undefeated. They dropped her so hard in, in, in all her programs. Like a sack all, of bricks. Man, it was just like, it's, there's some, for some reason, you know, unless you are the one that comes up with your stuff, like Becky Lynch did with the man, that they would just put you into obscurity and just don't know what to do with you for some reason. And so now she's, she was in with Naomi with doing some nonsense with her, and then she's getting jobbed left and right. Why? Why, why would you possibly do, take this talent who... It, just an amazing talent in the ring, and then all of a sudden, just make her a, a jobber for everybody to to beat and destroy. Like, for why? this exact reason, for, to, to to put her back up, yeah, to okay. to tie a rocket ship to her and just propel her right to the top. And then, but ironically, they, okay, so then she beats Lynch, uh, in, in again a, a very good fight, 
and then <laughs> in in a surprise to absolutely no one comes out in in the Becky Lynch does in in the Rumble, and we will get to that uh, later on. Um, so so Oscar is the is the the top dog there. Is are we going to see Charlotte and and Oscar in the uh, in WrestleMania? Okay, for, for I have title? I have a very weird take on this. Okay, unfortunately, I think that it may be a triple threat for the Raw Women's Title. I really don't want to see it, but it it seems like WWE is trying to push both. Becca and Charlotte to go against Ronda for the title, which I don't really get. I don't know why they would be doing I that. I think that would be a huge dilution of the whole thing. I think the great yeah. the greatness right now is that somebody everybody's stoked with Rousey and Lynch is what what they wanted, and I think Flair maybe next year when she gets you know gets back on uh, you know in her her glory again. But I think right now it's Lynch's time, and I think a one on one would be what everybody wants. And I exactly think what the, the, and I know for a fact the things on Twitter that. Uh, that are the two of them going after each other and, and Lynch going after her, her husband. If you get a chance to go back tra- and backtrack everything that's oh, on those Twitter, Twitter exchanges are amazing. 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 It's Which, comedy gold. It really is. And Lynch is just uh, not only holds her own, but I think defeats Rousey in, in those Twitter wars because it's just, she's, she's so funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's is it just me or when you see Becky Lynch tweet, do you also read it in an Irish accent? I do, yes. Yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. just like anything I see uh, like Morgan Freeman read, I do in like in the slow voice. Yeah. You sound like God, kind of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Or like the bar, yeah. I can't say it's the bar. We are the bar. <laughs> Every single time when I when I hear those uh, those car commercials and they uh, the Ford commercials, we we are the bar. We are the bar. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to uh, to that, and I I really hope I hope for. But then if, if they bring Beck, if they bring Charlotte over, in your scenario, if they bring Charlotte over, then Asuka is basically against who? Like who would they have for her fight? They need somebody, and I think Charlotte would be. Would be good for that, and they're both, but they're both on SmackDown too. So you I can't. think you can have Charlotte feud with uh, with Oscar right now, mm-hmm. and then eventually somebody, I think somebody will come up from NXT and try to challenge Oscar. Well, they better do it quick. Heidi <laughs> Sane, that'd be good. That'd be perfect. That'd be good. Yeah. They're friends. Yeah, put them against each other. Um, now uh, we uh, next couple minutes here before we go to break. So we had the uh, AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. Who, uh, again, a couple years ago, it's it's always the it's, it seems like it's the Pacquiao Mayweather uh, scenario where it's just past its time and it should have been a couple years ago. AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan, um, this fight was supposed to be exciting and everything that everybody was looking for, and I immediately tuned out because for some reason I don't know why I just wasn't into this match and I, I uh, watching it. It was it technically sound in the beginning. It was just a lot of holds though. Getting into it, and then it just—it was a very technical match at first. Yeah, it, it kind of lost me. And then, what a twist! Guess who comes out to help Brian? All of a sudden, it's you know. It, and ironically, before we get into that, the the I was talking to my while watching, I was talking to my friends, and I'm like, so what? I wonder if Bray Wyatt will come out in the Rumble and and uh, you know the, the Wyatt family and talking about Daniel Bryan and him being in the Wyatt family for two months and him with the the brown overalls and him uh, all those getting, overalls were weird very weird being in the, in the watching him getting forced into the Y family he looked like his, a coal mine a vegan coal a miner a vegan coal miner that's actually, that <laughs> it's oxymoron his, that, should new, <laughs> that should be his new name the vegan coal miner the new Daniel Bryan <laughs> um, just uh, it was just weird so I, I'm watching it and I'm, I'm saying that to myself and then all of a sudden Rowan comes out and of all the the Wyatt family members of all of them the least liked out of all of them the least liked I don't know why they did that so, but now he comes out and you know he's like, "What's what's going on? What's going on?" And you know, he he helps 
Daniel Bryan defeat AJ Styles with like, like a face choke slam, <laughs> face slam. I don't even know um, what that was. Yeah, but uh, so now this is this is the new the new click the new uh, the new regime and, and SmackDown is the two of them. I think I I as well. I was watching the Rumble. I really wanted Bray Wyatt to come out. Twenty nine. That music hits. Yeah. Bray Wyatt comes out, but no. Nope. I, it was interesting why they used Rowan though. I don't know why they would use Rowan when Harper Harper was more over than Rowan was. Yeah. So I don't know why they I don't know why they decided to go with Rowan. I mean, it's really good to see. Very intrigued to see what happens next. But it's more of a. I think they're gonna bring the entire Wyatt family back. The Daniel with Br- Daniel Bryan. The Daniel Bryan Wyatt family. The Daniel Bryan. <laughs> so then the two alphas. You have a champion and and Bray Wyatt, and the two of them maybe go mm-hmm. at it. That'd be cool. And then a, a baby face turn by Brian or a, or a baby. No, they can't do a baby face turn by Brian. You can't. You can't. Have <laughs> they tried it. They tried it. You can't. Coming up, we're going to talk about the men's championship, uh, the universal championship with uh, 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 Lesnar and Finn. Men's uh, Rumble, women's Rumble. This is all on Sons of Slam podcasts only on All Noise Radio. Connecticut School of Broadcasting founder Dick Robinson. You know, the media business has changed a lot since we opened our doors in 1964. Now media content is everywhere, on air, online, on the go. More than ever, companies are looking for people to help drive this new media. At Connecticut School of Broadcasting, you'll get hands-on training on the latest software and equipment in a matter of months, not years. Connecticut School of Broadcasting has placed thousands of grads in broadcast media careers. It's all about versatility. You see at a radio station, if you also know how to shoot edit and post videos you become a pretty hot commodity that's the training you get at connecticut school of broadcasting connecticut school of broadcasting with locations up and down the east coast from massachusetts to miami call 1-800-TV-RADIO or log on to gocsb.com connecticut school of broadcasting the nation's oldest and largest group of broadcast media schools redefining training in radio tv and new media get trained get connected 1-800-TV-RADIO on All Noise Radio. The Sons of Slam Podcast on All Noise Radio. Sons of Slam Podcast on All Noise Radio powered by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Chris Mindell, the Reaper Joe Black. Hit us up on Twitter at Sons of Slam Show. Man, (laughs) so during during the break, I just talking to Joe and I Totally forgot about there's another match. We just totally just for, totally forgot about uh, a little thing called Ronda Rousey and Sasha Banks. And uh, at this point, you probably can forget about it, though. Like, it's just they're using Ronda completely wrong. Yeah. I think they, they're just there's no way that this could end well the way that she's going right now. I don't see how that could be at any. But where do you see this going? I mean, other than her fighting Lynch, nowhere. I see her. <laughs> I think that's it. And I, I see her at the at WrestleMania dropping the belt and uh, her going into obscurity. I see her getting booed out of MetLife Stadium like Roman Reigns got booed out of Philly right after the Rumble. With The Rock. If you smell <laughs> That guy. Yeah, that guy. He had The Rock at his side. Still got booed out. Yeah, I think no. that's where they're going with Ronda, and it's not going to end well. Yeah. No, I, I I totally get it. The 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 match uh, was another good one. I think Rousey uh, in in the beginning, uh, as, as everybody would expect or assume, wasn't uh, really that polished. But she came out and and I thought she she put, was great against Banks. I thought it was I thought it was good. Rousey has taken to professional wrestling very well. Yes, very well. Considering she's, yes, she's gone into it 
Very good transition. Kid gloves, and she has excelled. She's almost exceeded what people thought she was going to be as a professional wrestler. Yeah. That being said, Ronda Elle as a sports entertainer is not that polished yet. Right. She needs a lot of work. And with the end of that match being very significant, we were talking during the break how that camera... That camera just stayed way too long. Way too long. Like they were waiting on that, and they knew way that too they long. knew what was coming uh, with the the four horsewomen uh, thing, and it was just like they were waiting for it and waiting for it. Yeah, and it's like just do it. And as soon as <laughs> Becky came, as soon as Becky, wow, as soon as Sasha came back yeah. and she threw up that four for the four horsewomen, I was like, okay, yeah, here yeah, we yeah. go. Yes, yes. But now that's it's very interesting to think about because how do you how do you do that match? How do you have a baby face Ronda Rousey? Going against a, you know, how do you have a baby-faced four horsewomen of MMA going against a heel four horsewomen of WWE? You can't do that. I can see, yeah, I, that, this is true. You can't. Can you see Shayna, Shayna, Marina, and and Jasmine as as baby faces? No, no, you can't. No. The only way that's going to happen is, this is what I think. Ronda defends her championship at Elimination Chamber. Mm. She has. Shayna come up and then Jasmine and uh, and Marina right behind him. That's how you set it up. And you have Ronda turn heel very soon. And you have them come up. This way you can work that program into Mania. Because you could have, let's say, you could have Jasmine and Marina as the women's tag team champions. Right. Obviously. Yeah. Probably won't do it now since I don't even know if they've wrestled a match yet. No. <laughs> so you probably won't do that now. Right. But you could really, you could really do something with the four horsewomen of MMA as heels, and have the other one as baby faces. Because anywhere Becky Lynch is going to be is going to be over, yeah. No matter what, yeah. So you put Charlotte, Sasha, and Bailey next to Becky Lynch, and they're all going to be over mm-hmm. as baby face. Well. They say that Becky's a heel. Becky's a bad. I don't even know what Becky. Becky's stone cold. I had, she's, but she's playing to the crowd. Becky so I, is I see like the over. Heel, the heel, yeah, the heel face. Becky's over. Yeah. She is the most over character men, in WWE. Men and women. Men and women. Men and women. Men, women, and tag team. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Shane and Miz. I don't know. I, I love Shane and Miz. <laughs> Old Man Witherspoon. That was a good one. <laughs> Old Man Witherspoon. Old Man Witherspoon and, and the Miz. And uh, I'm hoping that, that they do they break up very soon and then they, they play that up for, uh, for Mania. So, so Sasha Banks and the Four Horsewomen there, and then uh, Lesnar and Finn Balor. Who I uh, <laughs> other than than uh, Paul Heyman, who should be uh, 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 talking about Rousey, should be the spokesperson for for Rousey. I think the two of them should immediately get together. And I think uh, Vince is scared of. I think Vince is scared that Ronda is going to turn into Brock. It'd not like, like not part like timer kind of thing or no, no 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 not like part timer but like a uh, can do whatever they want. Nobody is ever going to be as big as Brock Lesnar, right. as John Cena, as The Rock. Mm-hmm. Nobody Vince will not allow anybody to get that big where they where the person can dictate what they want to do in WWE. Did you see immediately after Rumble? Did you see the twenty four with uh, New Orleans and the intro? If you get a chance, you guys get a chance to watch 24. 24 is an amazing. I fell asleep at directly after the Royal Rumble. <laughs> it ended here at what, 1230? Yeah, yeah, yeah I fell asleep. The 17-hour Royal Rumble <laughs> program that uh, they, they nobody told you it was going to end at freaking 12 o'clock. How did NST TakeOver was two and a half hours. Yeah. 
but the rumble was an was uh, four. Four hours. It's a. So, <laughs> <laughs> they ended the women's 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 rumble, and we're looking at the clock. It's like, wait, it's like ten forty-five. What are they doing? And they still have two championship two matches championship matches and the men's and the rumble match <laughs> and the rumble match. This is going to end to like one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. We're going to go into uh, into Monday. I have work. I had to leave my friend's house. I was like, I was like, yo, you have work in the morning. He's like, yeah, five. I'm like, listen, <laughs> I gotta go. This this Finn Balor this this Balor Lesnar match. I'm just gonna. Uh, it didn't even start yet at yeah. that time. So uh, I was like, yo, I'm gonna pack up. I'm gonna go home, take a shower, and I'll watch this on my own time. Man, oh man. But yeah, I, I ended that at like 1 a.m. and I was like, I'm going to bed. Forever. It took forever. And so <laughs> Finn Balor and, and all that to say with uh, Rousey should uh, have Heyman. If you get a chance, that's what I was saying. If you get a chance to watch 24, it, uh, all the 24s. WrestleMania. I heard nothing but good things amazing. about Amazing, amazing, amazing. And the one, the one last year with, the, with New Orleans, the intro shot is Lesnar coming through the gorilla uh, area. Yes. Opening, throwing. Up the, throws his belt at McMahon and McMahon calling him an a-hole. And, oh yeah, uh, you know, and they bleeped it out, and he and Lesnar walks out with uh, with Heyman, and my friend's like, "Do you think that was a work?" But absolutely not. No, uh, Lesnar does not do works. He, it's that was a shoot. He tossed that thing at him yeah. so hard <laughs> like, with with anger, with anger, and and he's angry that nobody was into the match, and people were saying it was boring during the actual match. If you watch that match again at, at Mania, it, it was a boring match, and so he got what he deserved. So the the idea. That he's angry is is very funny to me because he's never there. So yeah. you can't, and he doesn't talk. He's never there. So which is why I can't stand him as a champion. You have this part timer coming in expecting the world, and and McMahon can't do anything about it because he's paid him so much to be a part timer and to keep the belt on him for however many days he's had it. It, it just it, it doesn't make sense to me. And he and he, McMahon has also said that he he wants to listen to the fans, and the fans have clearly stated they don't want this happening. And yet he continues on with it because that's his guy. Yeah, but the thing is, you can't just it's the WWE. You have to have storyline set it up first. So Vince hears the fans. Vince hears us, but he's like, how can I possibly get this to where it works well? But you also so have to find the the person that that can legit get over on Lesnar. It, it, it wasn't Finn Balor. I, I like the idea of the David versus Goliath. I was hoping it was Balor because he deserves the belt. I wanted the David versus Goliath to be Brock as the David and Braun as the Goliath. Yeah, yeah. that's what I wanted to happen. Well, that's what they had with Goldberg, and that one was was all two seconds long, and still Goldberg destroyed him, and and you know that, that was the end of that match. I heard that Finn, not Finn. I heard that Brock was the one that actually that wanted the Finn Balor match because if if you notice, some of Brock's best matches are with cruiserweights. Yeah. Some of his greatest works ever, except, you know, the shooting star press. But this is a different story. I thought he had a broken neck. <laughs> I thought he was going to go. Oh, he messed himself up big head, time. Head first into the mat, man. He messed that himself was... up big time. He's got CTE because of that. I mean, <laughs> other than his football, but just, he's got something. Just unbelievable. Um, Cauliflower so, ear and everything. Yeah, good God. Uh, so, and I can see why he wants to fight with with uh, cruiserweights because or, or lighter weights because they know how to carry him and it, him and his three moves of doom, you know they could he can go on and on with with uh, suplexes all day long. But as long as you have someone suplex like City. suplex City, you can have someone like Finn Balor who actually knows how to wrestle and, and put on a, a show, put, carry him through the actual show through the, through the match. I can see why he wants to do that. Absolutely, uh, I, I'm. The match made a lot of sense, though. The match made sense. I, li- I liked. I liked the premise of the match. I just don't like again that he has the belt and he's had it for this long, and now we have to wait till Mania before we have Rollins, and and uh, and Lesnar. Which Here's re- the thing: Do yes. you think that Braun could get the championship before Mania? 
Because you have to figure that after Mania, they're going to go with Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman. I would think so. Because I would hope so. They, they kind of set that up yesterday uh, on Monday Night Raw. Exactly. Uh, with the two of them talking. But I, 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 see Rollins, I see Rollins actually winning at Mania and, and then having a, a program with, with Lesnar, with, uh, with Strowman. Um, I, it I, makes sense, that's why. Yeah, because it, it makes sense. And, and, and that, that's, that would legit be a, an awesome main event. And especially if Strowman gets involved. You know, hopefully, you know it's it goes clean, but we we shall see. Which brings us to uh, I'm going to talk about the the men's first because I would leave leave Becky for for the end. Oh, the man, the men, all the men. So <laughs> <laughs> this this uh, this mania, uh, uh, this mania. I'm looking forward to mania so much uh, in going because it's, it's in our backyard. It's in our why. backyard. I'm looking forward to going. Um, the rumble, uh, the men's rumble. No surprises. No, nothing. Nothing other than I mean, you're called Jared a surprise. J E double F J A double R E double And uh, man, he's he's gotten big. Um, he's, he looks like uh, what did you say? Before? He looks like uh, he looks like Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders, a hundred percent. Looks like Colonel. He just the way the he get, with the black around his neck. Yes, yes. And that the and the weird glass. What were with the glasses? Uh, I, I he's always get with the glasses. Yeah, but those. Though, I know. I know he's, he's, he's a mustache. You'd be you'd be all set. Just like a bucket of mustache KFC. And, a, and a little top hat. Top hat with like a bucket of KFC. Um, <laughs> Who's in no way a sponsor? You know what? Show. He kind of remind. You ever see the Dukes of Hazard? Yes. He didn't he remind you like Boss Hog? He did. <laughs> <laughs> he absolutely did. Oh, God. Figured him coming down in like a like an old JBL style uh, limo with the with the <laughs> with the Longhorn. The Longhorns. The front. <laughs> I can see that happening. Go Longhorns, by the way. I'm a Texas guy. <laughs> there you go. Um, he, uh, yeah, him and Elias kicking things off and then getting immediately thrown out. And, uh, it was just, just weird. Other than that, no real surprises. And I know that they, they, well, the real surprise was at the end. Well, at the end, we were going to get right into that. But, uh, but all along from one to 29, no surprises and no legends. There was, there was nothing, nothing nothing of substantial, uh, to have to point out. And, um, I, I know now that they, especially last year, they, they use the rumble as bringing up guys from NXT. And, uh, but the ones they brought up were people that were already established. Yeah, yeah. So nobody, nobody knew. Bring, like last year, they brought up Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, <laughs> which is which was good because he wasn't seen on WWE programming. And Perfect Ten, Ty Dillinger. And Perfect Ten again, Who's, another good one because yeah. he wasn't seen on WWE programming right. other than NXT. But back then, NXT wasn't what NXT is now. Right. So my thing is that it, it, I could have used a couple more NXT entrants. Yeah. There were so many people, which is actually, I, I'm just reading an article that said that people were seeing Velveteen in a neck brace on at TakeOver. Okay. Which is odd. Very odd. I don't know why he would be in a neck brace. Nothing has come out that I know of as to explain why he's in a neck brace, but right. still, it's I don't get it. So uh, the match goes on, no surprises, and then we get to the end. Where for both men and women, we knew who number thirty was going to be. Yes, for the men, I did not like that though. Yeah, I, I, I like that. There's an idea of having for, it for gave the mixed, meaning to the mixed match challenge. Yes, it gave meaning to the mixed match challenge. I don't like that it was number thirty. Yeah, no. Um, but be, be that as it may, we had our truth as number thirty, and I'm sitting there with my friends. I'm like, something's going to happen. Something's definitely going down. Something where, has to happen. Something has to happen. I thought it was going to be like a our truth stumble again. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm at the, where's where's the chamber? And, and that's what I thought was gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> the rumble chamber. Chamber. Sure and then sure enough, something happens where Nia Jax comes out and destroys him, comes running into the ring and destroys uh who's uh, Andrade? Andrade, yes. And then um uh 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 
who's the other guy that we ate? Mustafa, Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali, who I'm starting to like a lot. And he's he's coming. He's going on me. He's getting that Daniel Bryan treatment. Yeah. That Occupy Raw treatment. Yes. Style. Yes. And uh, so he, and then and then you know and I'm, I'm like oh this is awesome. You, you always need someone if, if the, the strongest woman can cross over into the men's uh, rumble. More power to you, and then he gets a super kick from uh, from Ziggler into the six one nine from Mysterio. And and by the way, when Mysterio goes for the six one nine on on Orton, uh, she catches him and tosses him. <laughs> it's like like a rag like doll. a rag doll. She is strong. <laughs> and so then he gets a six one nine from Mysterio into the RKO from Orton. I thought it was awesome, and I and I'm I'm like, well, you, you went into the ring. You this is what you wanted, and this is what you got. But I like that she was able to to get in there and take that thirty spot and kind of th- th- throw things into a tizzy, even though there were no other surprises, nothing else to kind of talk about in the rumble other than that. And yeah. you know, seeing Seth Rollins not in the match for you know after getting tossed into the table for you know a good thirty minutes, like okay, this guy's gonna win. <laughs> Coming in at number ten too. Yeah, yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, an awesome, awesome, uh, awesome great display. showing. Yeah. It was good. It was all right. I mean, nothing to to write home about. Nothing. Nothing of uh... funny about that Nia Jax entrance. Do you know? You remember who she was eliminated by? No, Rey Mysterio. <laughs> That's right. Of all people. <laughs> of all people. Well, the, 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 the smallest tiniest. person in that ring has to eliminate the largest. The the the, t- the tiniest person. So Seth Real Rollins, David versus Goliath. David, yeah, that was it. That should have been a match. <laughs> so Seth Rollins takes the whole thing, and then he goes on to Raw. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, uh, goes into Raw and challenges Lesnar for the belt at Mania. Coming up, our last segment, we have uh, Women's Rumble, and then we have our, uh, our final thoughts. This is Sons of Slam podcast on All Noise Radio. You know, our jobs occupy more than half our waking hours. Shouldn't we be doing something we love? Call Connecticut School of Broadcasting at 1-800-TV-RADIO or log on to GoCSB.com. Since 1964, Connecticut School of Broadcasting, with a network of 12 campuses from Massachusetts to Miami, has helped place thousands of grads as DJs, sportscasters, entertainment reporters, behind the scenes in audio and video production, every aspect of the broadcast media. Connecticut School of Broadcasting has trained men and women of all ages and backgrounds in a matter of months, not years. Learn by doing from area radio and TV pros. Call 1-800-TV-RADIO or log on to GoCSB.com. Remember, it's never too late to love what you do. Day and evening classes begin soon. Get trained. Get connected now. All Noise Radio. The noise. The noise. You can't ignore. We're going to skate to one song, one song only. The Sons of Slam podcast on All Noise Radio, powered by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. Chris Mindell, Joe Black. We yes, have. Yes, yes. yes we have uh, a couple minutes left to talk about the Women's Rumble and our final thoughts here for the record. But first, yeah, let's go into uh, the Women's Rumble and uh, all that good stuff there. What'd you think? I. Well, I was actually with my buddies, and Lacey Evans came out as number one. Okay. And then everybody was just like, hey, what do you think is going to be number two? And for some reason, I was just like, Natalia, watch. Mm. They're like, nah, nah, that's not going to happen. And then yeah, that screech hit, and I was like, wow, I did it. <laughs> that was amazing. You should book the show. I should. <laughs> I should be the man with the pencil. You really should. <laughs> There's so many of us. Um, I, I thought it, I, I actually enjoyed it better than the men's, and uh, which I find a lot 
that happening a lot these days <laughs> with the women's product as opposed to the men's and um the the idea of them going through and then all of a sudden you, you knew uh, uh number 30 uh, was Carmela but yes but number 20 was it 28 28 Lana Lana so Miss Lana getting hurt a little hop along a little hop along uh getting hurt in the match with uh uh, uh Shinsuke hurt yeah yeah hurt. okay <laughs> Hurt <laughs> immediately grabs. We'll call it that. I think she grabbed her ankle before she hit the floor. <laughs> I think that's. She I grabbed her ankle as soon knew. as she hit the floor, and then started flailing yeah, like a fish. Like a fish, and then I, I think she, so. She knew what she had to set up, and so she set it up, and she set it up well because it took forever for her to get halfway down the, the not even halfway, before the officials came out. And uh, by number by number thirty, she was not even a quarter of the way down the ramp <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> there were still people coming out, <laughs> and then that music hits. Yeah. Oh, 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 that music hit, and the entire. Oh my arena, god. The entire arena just goes nuts and uh you just see becky lynch make a beeline to uh you know what that pop was like yeah you remember john cena's return in at, 2000 at the garden eight at the garden yeah, Ooh, yeah. yeah that was a good one yeah, yeah. I, I got goosebumps again <laughs> it was ridiculous he was hurt like 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 two days before he was supposed to be he was supposed to be out eight months for that thing yeah. and the rumble was six months yeah. and he and came he, back at number 30 six months into his into, oh. and he won and he pushed through amazing um but yeah, I, 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 in hindsight, you could see it, th- that kind of being set up, and uh, she she took that spot, and uh, that was an awesome end there with her and Charlotte, uh, and Charlotte kind of being the crazy psycho heel at the end there, yes, and uh, <laughs> kind of, kind of uh, Charlotte being uh, like her father, like her father, yes, <laughs> yes, and blasting through. Um, man, I'm I'm just I'm so stoked that this is the, the, it's happening, it's happening, and and I, I like that the way they set that up. I like the the whole. Build up with that, and I like that Nia Jax came and and even though she pushed her off the stairs, somehow she hurt, hurt her leg, and, and then uh, uh, you know Charlotte kind of taking advantage of that. But uh, man, it's, it's just it's it's awesome to see that, and and I'm hoping that uh, because they were you know friends at one point, uh, air quotes friends, um, that uh, they can have a, a program together. And well, the best storylines you see are from friends. Yes. Yeah, which you, you know, when you classic, and you see like Shawn Michaels and uh, and Diesel having uh, oh, yeah. their, their matches, and then Diesel and and Scott Hall at Razor exactly. Ramon having their matches. Yeah, no, absolutely. That they they knew when they were on the road, and that Shawn Michaels tells those stories too uh, when being on the road and having you know, talking about with the uh, click with the click and talking about uh, their matches and what they want to do and how and and then perfecting it on house shows and uh, you know, oh. well, you probably know as well as I do. What's the one thing that ha- as guys? What's the one thing that happens when you get into a fight with someone? You probably become best friends with them right after. Yeah, afterwards. <laughs> like it always happens. Even if you hate the guy, it's like, wow, he's a pretty good guy. Yeah. <laughs> Something I'm really glad yeah. about this women's Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. as opposed to last year's, the most, the quote unquote, most legendary person on there mm-hmm. was Mickey James. Yeah. Which she is still an active wrestler. I'm really glad that they didn't use, they didn't have to rely on the legends to get pops. Right. Right. right, you saw people like Kaidi Sane come. You had people like Candice LeRae, Casey Catanzaro uh, a lot from of NXT. from American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. I mean, she's on NXT now, right. but still, you had a lot of a lot of low key. Io Shirai. You had so many NXT names coming a up. Ton of it NXT. really it really accentuated what the women's division is in NXT going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here we go. It's it, the women's the women's uh, 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 look here is, is awesome, and and I'm, I'm again I'm just stoked that it's it's finally come to this where it's it, it has become a better product overall than than the men's. I'm the just women's storylines right now are definitely better than the men's. Yeah, and and to see what it's come from. Listen, five years ago there were still bra and panty matches. 
Yeah, that's right. So like <laughs> to see what it's come from from there. That's right. Yeah, and have now now. Becky and Ronda main eventing WrestleMania. That's that's huge. Yeah, yeah. all women's pay per view evolution. There, there's so many things that women's wrestling is actually, you know, they're skyrocketing. Yeah, not, not just succeeding. They're skyrocketing into the top of everyone's, you know, the top of everyone's hearts. Well, they're get, really ga- they're really getting to people. Uh, it's the the women that are coming up from NXT uh, are, are basically replacing some of the other people. I know they haven't seen the Bellas in a while. Um, because <laughs> you don't need the Bellas anymore. You don't need the Bellas anymore. The, nor, do, nor do I think I want them because they. The, the last couple times I've seen them, man, they look bad. <laughs> they just look so well off Brie, and rusty <laughs> and and just just bad. Brie had a kid, you know that, so she's getting rid of the pregnancy weight. Okay. And <laughs> Nikki Nikki dropped about. Let's see, he's uh, <laughs> two hundred 200 pounds, two hundred fifty pounds, two hundred fifty pounds. <laughs> So she lost a lot of weight yeah. too, and uh, <laughs> so that's yeah. So losing Cena apparently makes you uh, botch moves, and uh, <laughs> and you can't get out of your own way. Well, yeah, yeah, man, it yeah, just, it does. It wasn't. It's just not good. <laughs> and uh, she is. I do give it to Nikki. Nikki Bella. I would say is probably one of the best divas mm-hmm. of all time. I, I would. I would say that. You know her. She's a good heel. She's a great heel. She's, a good heel. She's got that heelish tendency. Yeah, she has that. You know kind of resting bitch face yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yes it's just yeah. that natural heel face yes. like alexa yeah. bliss is the same and thing. alexa bliss is an awesome heel yeah amazing the yeah. both of them but these ones this this match this royal rumble match was was pretty impressive i love how they incorporated nxt nxt uk the uh it was like half the roster wasn't it like yeah about half the roster was nxt yeah you only had you had like i said tamina and Mickey Rose were, I would say, the oldest people on that card. Mandy Rose. Mickey James. Mickey that's what James. I meant to say. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Mandy Rose is not that old. No, they're right near each other on my, on my list of, okay. of entrants. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah. No, Mickey James and, and Tamina, I would say, were the people that had the... And, and, and Maria. Yeah. There's only, only... Maria, that's right. Yeah, she, I, didn't, she was, I, didn't, I didn't like the way that she performed. She looked great. She looked great. Yeah, looked great. Right. after having a kid, she looked great. That whole thing with Alicia Fox, man, it just was like... Oh, I hate Alicia I, Fox. I, I, I really do. Just the whole thing in the, the hat. What's with the hat? Uh, the whole thing is just like I hate those those. Yeah, kind Alice of like, in Wonderland was like four years ago. I know, those breaks where they just like they don't have anything else to do and they're just like uh, let's just play this up and everybody else on the, in, the, in the corners of the ring are just sitting there doing nothing and just having to watch this nonsense. And and Michael Cole was like, uh, okay, what's going on? Yeah, <laughs> what's happening? If you get to stump Michael Cole, that's that's bad. That's <laughs> like, pretty bad. All right, this just happened. Yeah, Corey Graves like all right, that just happened. Yeah, Corey yeah. Graves, man. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Cody Graves. Probably the saving grace of the raw of the announced team. The announced team. Both both announced teams. Both announced teams. Both announced teams. Who did you have on SmacDown? JBL? Who Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. You, you had Morrow, but JBL messed JBL. that up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's why they got rid of JBL. Now Morrow's back, thank God. Thank God. Mamma mia. He's good. I, I love him. He's he's good stuff. So we have our, our closing segment. It's called For the Record. For every show, we, uh, we have a minute each to come up with uh, our thoughts on anything. It could be wrestling. We did a lot of wrestling talk today. Uh, going forward, we'll be doing wrestling and, and uh, sports stuff as well. Uh, you know, Next week is uh, Super Bowl, so we'll be talking about that as well. Uh, so each, each week, we're going to do a minute uh, of anything we want to talk about, and here we go. For the record. For the record. For the record. So, Joe. You have a minute. I have a minute. You have a minute. All right, here we go. 150 words, right? Hold on. Yeah, 150 words. And go. Dean Ambrose. Did you hear what happened with Dean Ambrose? I did not. 
he came out on Raw and it looks like he's gonna job to to Nia. Like I didn't I didn't like that. Yeah. And Dean Ambrose apparently turned down sev- five years, seven figures every year because he didn't like his booking. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it a hundred percent because he has the repertoire and he has the name to go anywhere he wants. But seven figures. Seven figures. Jeez. Seven figures a year. I did not hear that. A year. Wow. Just because he's fed up with his booking. I again, I don't blame him at all. Man, oh man. But what are you gonna do? No shield. Oh uh, yeah. So Roman, my thoughts exactly. So Roman Reigns. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I I agree with you. Where's Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns is gonna come back to Seth. Not his buddy, but his blood brother. <laughs> you know, it just didn't make any sense to me. Man, I, you know, Roman Reigns gets dropped, and that's he, you know he 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 leaves, and all of a sudden the two of them immediately split up the, that night. And oh, you had to do that though. <laughs> you had to. Yeah, no, which is great, and I, I liked it. But then for some it reason, went nowhere. It went nowhere. It, it just it, not another thing that they've McMahon has managed to just. I can just go into a whole whole other show with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we both can. <laughs> just depressing. So for the record, for the record. My minute, I'm going to talk about my beloved Yankees. And uh, if you know me at all uh, as a season ticket holder, I, I completely enjoy my Yankees. I, I've been waiting like any other uh, insanely fanatical Yankee fan to uh, find out what they're going to do this offseason. And they pick up a ton of pitchers, which I, I first and foremost, I, I, I... We need it. We need it. Um, I love Cashman. I, d- despite anything that he may or may not get, or pieces here and there, I love Brian Cashman and I love what he does. Um, and the pitchers that we picked up, uh, picking up uh, to Lewitsky to, to fill in uh, short. Otaviano. And also, so I, 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 I love that we did that. I, I want to get back into the, the Steinbrenner, the old Steinbrenner days. Oh, How Steinbrenner. A man, heel Steinbrenner a heel coming Steinbrenner, out? Yeah, Ooh, man, I, I love George Steinbrenner. And I want him, him back and Hal is not that. And I have 10 seconds left. Get somebody. Get Harper. Get Machado. Get somebody that we can pick up that we know that we can beat Boston because they're not going anywhere. And that's my time with that. <laughs> go, on, go on and on with that. So, yeah, that is our first show. What would you think? thought it was amazing. I thought it was the greatest thing we've ever done. Ever. I thought it was the greatest <laughs> sports and recreation show in planet Earth. Sports and, re- and recreation. That's <laughs> Sports entertainment. We are in sports entertainment, ladies and gentlemen, and this is what we're doing. So this is Sons of Slam podcast. Again, we are on Twitter at Sons of Slam show. Let's, we're going to close things out by saying as, uh, we, we appreciate you listening. Uh, All Noise Radio powered by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Next week we have a little uh, game of, of football called uh, the Super Bowl. Football. We have uh, foot. Foot. Football. Is it foot? No, foot. Fo- football? As in like foot? It's soccer. The other one is football. It's like <laughs> we have the Super Bowl <laughs> Super Bowl 53 coming up. We have uh, Raw and, and SmackDown. We'll be talking about both those shows. And then the road to WrestleMania is what we are on right now. We are officially underway. I can't wait. So so next pay-per-view coming up, uh, Elimination Chamber? The Chamber Elimination. The Chamber Elimination. And uh, we, they are already setting that up with um, the, the women's tag team uh, 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 title. And, yes. And the women in there and uh, Tamina and, and Couple qualifying Jax, Couple matches. qualifying already. Uh as of as of this uh, show, yes. So looking forward to Elimination Chamber. I always always like that that pay per view. Some of them are weak. Some of them I could live without. But uh, I'd love to see a little more blood. I well, I'm doing not like cuts like like the way Eddie did that one time where he just 
hit the nicked an artery and just went completely down his face. Just spewing out. Not like that, but you know, (laughs) a little blade job here and there doesn't hurt. Man, oh man, yeah. Well, keeps keeps the keeps the viewer wanting more. (laughs) As long as you see it that time, and then they take it to black and white, and you can't can't ever see it again. But uh, yeah, exactly. But (laughs) elimination chamber and uh, what other pay per views are are coming up before WrestleMania? Fast Fast lane, fast lane. Oh, I'm so happy it's back to Fastlane and not Great Balls of Fire. Great Balls of Fire is stupid. The worst. <laughs> the worst ever. I think they should have kept that. Anyway. Uh, Only if they had Jerry Lee Lewis play the beginning. Great Balls of Fire. I'm fucking <laughs> real. Thank you guys so much for listening. Sons of Slam Podcast. I am Chris Mindell along with the Reaper Joe Black. Yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we will see you guys next week. Powered by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. <laughs>